Well, if you didn't think it'd get any worse, it just did. This is Sports Talk Chicago with John's Glow. I appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. And remember to support our two radio and TV affiliates across the Chicagoland area, Cities 92.9 FM in Bloomington and AM 1230 WJOB and Jet TV. Also, Aurora Community Television, ACTV. We did the live stream of the Bears game yesterday, and all of you sat with us lamenting and suffering through another Bears loss that could have easily been avoided. The Bears in their first drive looked amazing. Offense looked good. DJ Moore at 60-plus receiving yards. Justin Fields was 2 of 3 for 60-plus yards. The Bears were capitalizing and moving forward on all cylinders, and for a second I thought maybe last week, was a fluke. Maybe it was out of the ordinary. Maybe it was just an aberration. Maybe things will be different, especially against a Bucks team whose quarterback is Baker freaking Mayfield. That's what I thought. But as the game went by, as the play calling got worse and worse, as the defense and their ability to stop, again, freaking Baker Mayfield got worse and worse, and as Justin Fields almost single-handedly blew the game himself, I realized that this situation is more dire than we had thought. Because even after the game last week, people were making excuses for Fields. Let's be honest, even I did a little bit. Hey, game one, things could get better. We thought there could be a light at the end of this tunnel, and there may be down the line. Maybe things will get better. It's only two games in. Maybe we're overreacting. Maybe we're going crazy over here. Maybe we're just being a little bit too much. At this point, I'm just going to say it like it is. I'm not worried about blowback. I'm not worried about people getting mad at me. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not worried about the Bears. Nobody. Justin Fields is not the guy. Justin Fields is not the quarterback of this future for this team. Justin Fields is not the guy. We saw it. We saw it again. Two picks, fourth quarter, pick six. Literally ended the game for the Bears himself. Luke Getze played a role. Luke Getze called the play. Screen deep inside your own territory right near the end zone. Dumb move. But at the end of the day, Justin threw the pick. It happened. Then, another opportunity, another interception. He promised everybody last year, and this is a tweet that went viral. It was a quote. I'll never do that again. I'll never throw another fourth quarter pick six. Did it two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row in opportunities in which the Bears were down by one possession. Maybe if Fields had done the opposite, gone for a touchdown, led the team downfield, even converted and helped him get to a field goal position, things would have been different. Two weeks in a row, fourth quarter, one possession game, throws a pick six, ends the game for his own team. That's not what a clutch quarterback does. That's not what any quality NFL quarterback does. He has regressed. He's gotten worse than he was before. Justin Fields is actually worse than he was before. He's even worse now than he was under Matt Nagy. Not kidding. Look at the numbers. Look at what he's done. He is worse today than he was under Matt Nagy. Now, you could say it's Luke Gantzee. Part of it's true, but part of it's Justin frickin' Fields. Because you know what? There can't be any more excuses. There's no more excuses about wide receivers. There's no more excuses about quality of talent. Justin Fields has to be better than what he is today. 
I hate excuses. I hate exceptions to the rule. He is not good. He's not good. 16 of 29, 211 yards, one touchdown, two picks, and a fumble? No, that's not good. That's not good stuff. Baker Mayfield, who outplayed Justin Fields, which we had feared was going to happen last week, went 26 of 34 for 317 yards, one touchdown, no picks, no fumbles, no turnovers. Nothing. No mistakes. The Bears let the Buccaneers run wild. The Bears let the Buccaneers pass, unbelievably so. The Bears' defense failed significantly. The Bears' offense and their play calls failed significantly. And Justin Fields has looked worse than he ever has. I've never seen him look this bad. You know, before, there there was cause for hope. There was cause for optimism. You could see bits and pieces of good things that he would do. Off-the-cuff runs, viral plays that went viral on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, watch Justin Fields. I've seen nothing from him. I've seen nothing. I've seen a couple of nice 20-yard passes to DJ Moore, which, although are nice to see, are frankly routine. I've seen nothing else. I've seen nothing to give me hope about this team. Nothing to say, wow, they could be turning a corner. Or wow, to Justin Fields, his development is growing. He's getting better. He's getting worse. Much, much worse. And I don't see any end in sight right now. The Bears, as a team, could not contain Tampa Bay offensively. Tampa went 8 of 15 on third down conversions, 1 of 1 on fourth down conversions. Every time the Bears had Tampa on the ropes, Tampa just came through again and again and again. Average 6 yards per play, 120 rushing yards. 437 total yards against Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield outdueled the Bears' defense. Baker Mayfield outdueled Justin Fields. Baker Mayfield outdueled the Bears. Baker Mayfield. (laughs) And the Bears stand at 0-2. Tampa's 2-0. Bears lost in time of possession. Lost the turnover battle. Hunted more often. Gave up six sacks. They didn't record one sack. Not one. Yannick Ngakwe hit Baker Mayfield twice but couldn't bring him down. That's it. So I give Yannick Ngakwe credit because at least he was the only one to come close to sacking Baker Mayfield. He looked sharp today. One of the few bright spots. He did. Roshan Johnson looked sharp. Average eight yards per carry. Khalil Herbert looked sharp. DJ Moore looked good too. And even Chase Claypool, although he caused partially an interception late, had the touchdown catch, had 36 yards. That was nice. But not much else to say that was good. Not much else for the Bears to hang their hat on in this one. Kevin Fishbane sums it up right here. The offense for the Bears gave up 10 QB hits and 6 sacks. The defense had 1 QB hit and 0 sacks. The Bears were 0-2. Luke Getze's endless play calling, endless barrage of screens continued, which helped lead to the Justin Fields pick six. The Bears' offensive line did not protect Fields, and Fields at times literally looked like a deer in the headlights. Justin Fields at times looked like a deer in the headlights. (laughs) Looked like he didn't know where he was, didn't know what he was doing, just had no conception or idea of what he should do. I'm done making excuses for him, too. And I've done it. I bit my tongue a little bit, admittedly, over the years. I've kind of let it develop, let it wait. Maybe I was 
too impatient. Maybe I was too eager. Maybe I needed to let him grow. People grow at different paces. I'm done making excuses for him. I don't care how unpopular it is. I don't care how many people bash me for this. I don't give a damn what you think. I'm done making excuses for subpar quarterback play. I'm freaking done with it. I'm all in on Justin Fields. And if you criticize it, you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. He sucked. He was horrible. And Luke Getze contributed to it. The offensive line contributed to it. The defense, not stopping Baker Mayfield, contributed to it. Everybody contributed to it. But then again, Justin Fields made dumb mistakes and dumb throws and dumb moves. He missed tons of guys open downfield again. He threw two picks, one of them coming to end the game effectively again, deep inside his own territory. Fumbled the football again. Okay, these things need to be corrected. He's not a rookie. He's not C.J. Stroud. He's not even Jordan Love, who, by the way, is doing great. He's Justin Fields. Been in the league three years. Second year, same offense. New weapons, money spent, and this is the product you're getting. I'm done making excuses. I'm sick of the qualifiers and the well but and, hey, it's not all his fault. No, because you know what? I'm going to be fair and honest here. Nobody did that stuff for Mitch Trubisky. And nobody's done that for any quarterback in the past. You can name them all down. Rex Grossman, Kyle Orton, Jake Cutler. There were no excuses. There were none. Why are we making excuses for him? There were no excuses back then. If he sucked, everybody was on his ass. And now, well, still, no, he was horrible. He played a big role in the Bears losing this game. That's a fact. You can't spin it any other way. Oh, the play call, whatever. No, he threw the pick. He threw the pick six. Then he threw another one. Both in the fourth quarter, both inside two minutes. I'm just so done with that narrative. I'm sorry I'm getting heated here, but I I can't take it anymore. I can't take the constant excuses because nobody has done that before. So why does he get the luxury of getting them today? Why does he get the luxury of excuse after excuse after qualifier after exception after excuse? Why? Why? If you're bad, you're bad. There could be reasons why. There could be not reasons why. Maybe you just suck. Whatever it is, though, if you're bad, you're bad. Okay, Justin Fields has won, what, five games as starting NFL quarterback? Five? He's lost, what, 23, 24? I mean, guys, come on. QB records are an old stat. Well, you know what? He doesn't win. He's not a winner. Okay? I hope that things get better. I'm not saying I'm out on Justin Fields, but I'm saying he did not play well. And he deserves to be bashed for how he did. He does. I don't care. He deserves to be bashed for how bad he played. I mean, he went 16 of 29 for 211 yards and two picks. Both picks came inside the fourth quarter, inside four or five minutes. you got to be kidding me. That's not a success story. And then he ran for three yards today. That's not a success story. Yeah, part of it goes to play calling. Of course, Luke Getze is 100% guilty. And if I were the Bears today, I'd fire him. Why not? You could bring in somebody else. You could 
promote, your passing game coordinator, whatever it is, they could probably do better than him. But you can't make the excuse about offensive weapons. You can make the excuse a little bit about offensive line, but at the end of the day, when worse comes to worse, when push comes to shove, Justin Fields let the Bears down again in another fourth quarter critical moment. The Bears just scored a big touchdown from Chase Claypool and Justin Fields. They got a big stop defensively, had the football, had about three minutes to go, deep inside their own territory. It should have been an opportunity to move downfield, score a touchdown, score a field goal at least, and keep the game alive. What do he do? Pick six. Screen, pick six, right in front of his own end zone. You know, people made fun of Carson Wentz for doing that multiple times last year and the year before. Made fun of him. Carson Wentz is an unemployable NFL quarterback, and yet here we sit today making excuses saying that play shouldn't have been called. It doesn't matter. It was called. Bad call by Getze, but bad execution by Fields. The least you could do is throw it away, throw it somewhere else. You threw it right to the defender, and then he scored a touchdown. Bad call, but unbelievably bad execution to the point where it was actually pathetic to see and watch. He's not exonerated of all blame. He's the one who threw that football wrong to the wrong person, to the other team. There were some bright spots, like I said. Roshan Johnson looked good. DJ Moore had a big game. Chase Claypool had a touchdown catch. Yannick Ngakwe pressured Baker Mayfield and hit him twice. Jermaine Edmonds had nine tackles. I, I mean, there were some good things. Tyreek Stevenson blew a lot of coverages. I know he's a rookie, but he blew like three or four that I counted during the game. This is pretty bad, guys. This is really bad. I'm so disappointed. I'm so distraught. I, I don't even know what to say. I think the one thing that's for certain the one thing I can hang my hat on right now is this. Luke Getze is definitely not the answer. And that means Matt Eberplus is not the answer because Matt Eberplus chose Luke Getze. So Matt Eberplus is a horrible judge of talent and character. And Luke Getze deserves to go. So now Eberplus and Getze are guilty of something. And Justin Fields is not the guy for the Bears for the future. He's not. He's not. He's not the guy. Um, he is an okay quarterback who has the ability to make electric plays, which is cool and highlight reel-esque and fun to watch. But even last year, Justin did a better job at keeping the Bears in games at all times. There were so many times we entered the fourth, fourth quarter doing our broadcast here where the Bears were one possession down. And Fields led them back, willed them back. Apparently, he has regressed from doing that even. So if he can't even do that, what good is he for this team? I'm done with Justin Fields, and I'm done with the constant excuses and exceptions and oh, buts. I want results. I'm okay, and I'm a pretty patient guy. I can give somebody time, and I can understand when things aren't perfect around him. And things are not 100% perfect around Fields, but they have gotten better, and he's gotten worse. They've gotten better. He's gotten worse. Something has to be shown from that. Last year, maybe I was a bit too hard on him. Tanking season, bad year, bad team. But Ryan Pohl spent significant amounts of money this offseason, brought in big-time players. 
The offensive line isn't perfect, and Luke Getze sucks. But you know what? It should be better now than it was last year. By far. Hey, Mitch Trubisky had a bad old line. And Mitch Trubisky had no weapons. And under him, they still won football games. This team's 0-2. And, and, and how about this? Justin Fields got outplayed by Baker Mayfield, whom everybody said last year is a bust, a third stringer at best, a horrible quarterback. Well, guess what? Justin Fields just got his ass kicked by Baker Mayfield. What do we have to say about that? You're speechless, right? I'm speechless. There's there's nothing you could say. He got outplayed by Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he lost to Baker. The defense let down the Bears big time, too. I mean, Baker Mayfield put up 300 yards against the Bears and their defense. Shame on them. Big time. Shame on them. No turnovers against Baker Mayfield. 300 yards. High completion percentage. Domination by Baker Mayfield. Shame on the Bears defense for letting that happen. Shame on them for letting Baker Mayfield carve them up. Shame on the Bears offensive line for letting Justin Fields get hit 10 times. And shame on the Bears defensive line for hitting Baker twice with no sacks. The two times he was hit, Yannick Ngakwe. That's it. Shame on Luke Getze for the worst play calling I've ever seen. I mean, I think Matt Nagy's actually a better offensive genius than Luke Getze. Not kidding. But shame on Justin Fields for throwing a pick six inside five minutes, then throwing another pick again in the fourth quarter when the game was still already over. Everybody's to blame. And that's the sad part, too, because, you know, you want to look for something salvageable. You want to look for something positive that maybe you could build on for this team. But this team's 0-2. They pays the Kansas City Chiefs next week. And I don't see anything positive besides the four or five players I mentioned. And that's not enough to win football games. That's not enough to build a team around. You need a quarterback. Right? You need a quarterback. You need reinforcements. You need good players. You, you need something. This is not going to cut it. I like Roshan Johnson. Huge fan. But Roshan Johnson's not going to cut it only. You need a quarterback. You need some offensive coordination. Good play calling. You need a lot of things besides just a promising performance from Roshan Johnson. The main thing right now for the Bears is quarterback. And right now they don't have it. Justin Fields could turn it around, and I hope he does. I hope he does. But he does not have it today, and the Bears do not have their quarterback of the future today. They don't. They have somebody whom fans latched onto quickly, whom management probably felt scared to cut because of fan yelling and interaction. And now we sit here today with this quarterback, this team, and a whole lot of nothing. Am I painting a bleak enough picture? I should be. You should be scared. You should be terrified. This is bad, guys. This is really bad. You know, I, I can't sit here and try and drum people up and, and make people excited about this. This is sad. This is pathetic. This is nothing that people should deserve to deal with again. Bears fans don't deserve this again. They've gone through this so many times in the past with even just recently, again, Grossman, Orton, Cutler to an extent, but not really. 
Mitch, Nick Foles, and now Justin Fields. This is bad. Maybe Justin goes somewhere else at the end of this season and kills it and does so great and and things look better, but I'm not going to buy that at all. Mechanically, he has issues. Instincts-wise, he has issues. He is missing wide-open guys downfield. That's not a, oh, he has no protection thing. That's a, hey, I suck and I can't see the field thing. It is. Missing wide-open guys downfield, across the field, even near him, lining up for checkdowns, missing them completely. Running the football when he should be throwing it away, throwing it away when maybe he should run. His instincts are not there as a quarterback. One of my, my commenters put it perfectly. He looks like a deer in the headlights. And everybody said the same thing about Mitch Trubisky. And now we're saying it here about Justin Fields. That's pretty scary. I don't know where the Bears go from here. Don't know what their future looks like. We're going to take it week by week and game by game. But I don't expect them to win against Kansas City at all. And as it stands today, they're 0-2. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have an offensive coordinator. They don't have a head coach. They really don't have a GM. They don't have an offensive line. They don't have a defensive line. They have a couple of running backs, a couple of wide receivers, a couple of members of their secondary who are passable. And don't give me the Bears should have been, oh, the Bears were going to be bad again this year anyway. No. They spent money. They were supposed to be better than this. Stop trying to downgrade expectations when they were deservedly high. They they should have been high. This Bears team should be better than what they are right now. There are no answers to any of these big questions that we have. And you all deserve to be angry and disappointed with how they're playing. Don't let anybody gaslight you or tell you otherwise. They should have been better. They're not performing. And guys whom everybody sold you on every year moving forward are not it. And as a Bears fan, that's a scary place to be in. Thanks for watching today's program here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago sports and Chicago Bears news. Thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. Follow us everywhere at Sports Talk Chicago. And I hope you hang with us throughout this roller coaster of a season. Because like it or not, we're going to tell the truth. And we hope that you join us. Thank you for watching. So long.